Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, June 29th, 2021. President Biden travels to Wisconsin to try to sell his infrastructure plan to the country and leave the Washington process dust up behind. We'll discuss that. Plus, former President Obama stresses the need to protect voting rights and takes on his predecessor in doing so. And finally, the Delta variant of the coronavirus. Could it derail the progress the United States has made in combating COVID? Today, President Biden was in La Crosse, Wisconsin, in an effort to sell his infrastructure plan to the American people and explain what he sees are the real benefits of the plan for working and middle-class families all across the country. I'm here in Wisconsin to celebrate a step forward for my country, our country. Talk a little bit about what it's going to mean for working families here in Wisconsin and across the nation. It's going to help us create more good jobs, ease the burden of working families, and strengthen our economy in the long run. And I'm going to be out there making the case for the American people until this job is done. Biden also touted the fact that the deal was a result of months of negotiations with Democrats and Republicans, that he is delivering on his vision for his presidency and the country, that the parties can work together for the benefit of the American people. It is this unity mission that he made clear in his campaign, in his inaugural address, and nearly every day since. It's also no mistake that his first time out in the country to sell this plan is in Wisconsin, one of those critical pieces of the blue wall that he reconstructed in order to defeat Donald Trump. And he only did so by a very narrow margin. Also home to a key House race next year in the battle for control of the House of Representatives and a potentially key Senate race where Republican incumbent Ron Johnson hasn't yet said definitively if he's running for re-election, but if he does, this will be one of the Democrats' top targets. Ron Johnson, notably a Republican senator who's not on board with this bipartisan deal. This trip is part of a new phase of the strategy to accomplish getting these infrastructure bills signed into law. This new phase will have the president try to rise above the daily political to and fro and sell the benefits of the program to the American people, get lots of local press coverage. While back home in Washington, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer need to figure out a legislative path for both the bipartisan deal and the reconciliation bill that is the American Families Plan that's only going to pass likely with Democratic votes, how to get both of those through Congress. Today, Nancy Pelosi reportedly told her caucus behind closed doors, don't be definitive about anything. Don't be definitive about a price tag you're not willing to go under or over. Nothing is written yet, and you want to maintain maximum flexibility and not corner yourself into a position that you may have to remove yourself from when the voting comes. And if you're looking for any signs that Mitch McConnell's challenge to Schumer and Pelosi to decouple these bills in Congress is taking effect— Uh, you're going to be looking for a while. Neither Democratic leader yet has come out to do what Joe Biden did and really try to separate these two bills. They remain committed to the dual track, 
and they both seem committed to passing both pieces of this infrastructure plan this summer, not one without the other. Now, here's what else matters today. Former President Barack Obama has once again stepped into the limelight, as he's been doing in recent months, to take on former President Trump on his big lie about the 2020 election. Obama was doing a virtual fundraiser for the National Democratic Redistricting Committee, and he stressed the importance of voting rights and took a clear swipe at former President Trump and how he's handled the 2020 loss. In this election, what we saw was my successor, the former president, violate that core tenet that we count the votes and then declare a winner and fabricate and make up a whole bunch of hooey Hui is a technical term, I guess. Obama went on to say that protecting voting rights is even more important in the wake of 2020, as the sham audit in Arizona and what we've seen in state legislatures across the country demonstrate the battle to protect voting rights in this country is very much engaged. In fact, yesterday in Maricopa County, the head of the elections there announced they would not be reusing any of the voting equipment that was part of that sham audit. So anything that the contractors who were hired by the state Senate Republicans to come in and do this totally absurd audit of the Maricopa County vote, none of those machines now can be trusted to be used in a future election because they were outside of the provenance of the election officials who run Maricopa County elections. And they can't attest that they didn't tinker with the machines So officials there have now made clear, if you're a Maricopa County resident, you will be voting on new equipment come the next election. And I'm sure Democrats will make clear to voters as to why their taxpayer dollars now have to go to new voting machines. And finally today, the surge of the Delta variant of coronavirus continues to threaten communities. And Los Angeles County has now started urging people to wear masks again, even if fully vaccinated. Watch this closely to see if that kind of guidance spreads across communities in America. If officials are starting to tell Americans in mass numbers, even fully vaccinated ones, that they have to go back to mask wearing, perhaps back to quarantining, this is going to be very tricky terrain for people. But here's the reality. The reality is that the CDC now says that the Delta variant is expected to become the dominant coronavirus strain in the U.S. And it is also important to remember that half of the United States, half, is still not fully vaccinated. That could cause a resurgence of COVID-19 in the fall, according to doctors, just as children who are too young to currently get vaccinated are going back to school. Just last week, the Biden administration readjusted its goals when it became clear that the United States was not on track to meet the July 4th deadline that Biden had set for 70 percent of American adults to have received at least one shot. That number is currently at about 66 percent. So they're going to come up short in getting Americans to a place that they wanted to be to truly, as the president said, declare independence from this virus come Independence Day. Most experts expect to see the growth of this Delta variant and the cases of COVID-19 that it causes in the South, largely in states where the vaccination rates are much lower than the national average. 
once again giving that vision that we may be living in two Americas, a vaccinated America and an unvaccinated America, and how much our politics plays into that. But the Biden administration now has to be keenly aware that coronavirus cannot be fully in the rearview mirror just yet. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.